Are the first few years of marriage really the most difficult? And if so, why is that? In this episode, we're going to discuss what some of the research says on this topic, and then we'll also get into some candid conversation as to how couples can overcome some of the challenges they may face in the earlier years of marriage. Let's go. Welcome to the Marriage Inside Out podcast, where we teach couples how to become mission focused, learning to work together as a team to build a solid foundation for their household. I'm Khalil, and this is my wife. Yes, you already know who she is. You all may know her as AJ, but I call her Adrian. Dr. Lee, let's make some noise for the lady of the house. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. Ah, so good to be here. So good to be with all of you all tuning in uh, right now. So, uh, Wonder Woman, the the stigma of the first few years of marriage being the most difficult. Yeah. That's what we're going to talk about uh, for today. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, you know, what are your initial thoughts? I mean, this is something that, you know, we often hear so many people say, like, right. you better watch out for those first few years. Yeah. And I felt like we heard it so often, like it's right after you get engaged, everyone wants to give you that marriage advice. And sometimes you're getting it from people that may have not had the best experience in their marriage. And they're like, oh man, you better watch out for this or make sure you hide your toothbrush. Something's going to happen, right? Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. And it's so crazy because we hear it in different time points. Yeah. There's no consistency. There's no consistency. (laughs) Like there are some people say, oh yeah, the first year of marriage. Uh, Some people say, oh yeah, you know, it's the the year five or, Mm -hmm. you know, year whatever. Um, But what we decided to do is we decided to look at uh, three time points of of marriage that, Mm -hmm. you know, are often claimed to be the most difficult year of marriage. And, you know, we're going to dive a little bit more into some of the whys behind that. Yeah. And then, you know, we're not going to stop there. We're going to get into some, some, you know, solutions, some encouragement. Yes. You know, we don't want to just talk about problems <laughs> right. on this show. We want to talk about some solutions and ways to overcome. But yes, um, year one, let's start off with that. That yeah. first year of marriage and why people say that, oh, this is this is the, the tough one. Yeah. Wonder Woman, you want to tackle that one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in year one, a lot of times people are so focused on the wedding itself. Uh, We talk about that often, uh, that you're just planning and the anxiety and the expectations of having one, you know, everyone together at one time. And then you segue straight from that into this glorious honeymoon, whatever that looks like for you. And I realize that not all honeymoons are glorious, but at the same time, it's some type of vacation, right? Some type of retreat typically. And then after that period, it's like reality hits. And a lot of the research actually shows that that period of time right after the honeymoon, people can have what's called a honeymoon hangover, Mm. which is basically like all that high and then you just drop and plummet. And that adjustment period for a lot of people, because you're already going through so much transition, trying to figure out how to live with someone else. And even honestly, um, if you have different experiences prior to marriage, where maybe you were in the same city and you did get to know each other a little better, it's still very difficult in that first 
first year of marriage for a lot of couples to make that adjustment. Yeah, it's funny. The term honeymoon hangover right. is, is <laughs> you, you, you kind of hear about that. But yeah, like you just said, I mean, it, that reality hits. And again, you know, we want to acknowledge the fact that obviously everyone's experiences it's are different. different. Not mm-hmm. everyone, ha- you know, has the privilege to go on a honeymoon. Right. And we want to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Um, yet, you know, we're just talking about what what is often you know, seen in many cases. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So year five, that's another one that we looked up and there actually, you know, have been um, some, you know, mostly polls and some Mm -hmm. surveys, some survey research that has been done looking at year five. But one that, you know, I'm going to point out is a 2013 study that was done by a law firm in the UK that actually surveyed uh, 2000 Mm -hmm. adults Mm -hmm. who were married. And, you know, just basically it was just a survey asking, uh, what points of marriage they felt was the most satisfying yeah. and which points of marriage they felt were the most challenging. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them did say that the fifth year uh, tended to be the one of their most difficult mm-hmm. years. And the reason being was that, you know, at this time point, the the honeymoon phase, yeah, as faded. we call it, had mm-hmm. faded. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and at this point, you know, a lot of the couples started to have children yeah. and workloads started to take effect. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I think that that's obviously, you know, a case that may be apparent for for many couples. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe any of you out there listening can probably relate to this. And yeah. So if you can make it kind of past that point and really build some foundational and relational habits, if you will, right? Right. Uh, Then you're able to sustain uh, longer based on some of those studies. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. have been out there. That's cool. And yeah. then, of course, there's your seven as right. well. Um, and there was actually a poll done in 2016 by a market research firm called One Poll, uh, and they surveyed a thousand marriages. And for all those marriages, they had been married for five years or more. And they mm-hmm. asked them what year, you know, beyond five was right. one kind of the most difficult. And they said consistently year seven. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of the the time when that like itch for something new started yeah. to happen they were ready for some yeah. just change things some get a little different. mundane uh if kids are in the picture you're taking them to you know ballet classes and soccer and you know yeah. those types of things and and just ready for a change so yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. sometimes people yeah. talk about a seven-year wall and even that that uk study that i mm-hmm. mentioned also they also referenced seven years as being kind of a wall as well yeah so five and seven yeah Interesting. yeah so just interesting trends but I think you know overall I believe what what we found in just this little bit of of research that we did is that you know when it comes to some of these numbers and and findings a lot of the research ultimately is limited Mm -hmm. so though we might have seen you know some studies might show that oh yeah the first year or third years or seven years the hardest that's just not the case for everyone right Mm -hmm. there are always exceptions to, to the rules when it comes to to research findings. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, always outliers, all of that. So just remember that, folks, when, as you're looking at some <laughs> of these things, just to, to keep that in mind, take it, you know, at all of those findings with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, there are really three main areas or three common areas that are that are often cited as, you know, major challenges. Mm-hmm. You wonder if you want to kind of yeah. speak to some of that. Yeah, the, um, the first is actually when children come into the picture, period. Uh, but of course, especially when 
when they come in really early in the marriage. So if you happen to have a honeymoon baby or, you know. <laughs> You're a honeymoon baby. I'm actually a honeymoon baby. <laughs> My wife's a honeymoon yes. baby, y'all. Yeah. Uh, but, but if a child comes into the picture very early on and the, and the parents feel maybe ill-equipped in some regard to bring that child into the world, uh, there can be a lot of stressors uh, that just really come into play and they compound over time if not addressed. Mm-hmm. Or even kind of going back to something you kind of mentioned earlier yeah. where even if even if children are had early there may be that feeling of oh i didn't get the time yeah to honeymoon, to honeymoon. Yeah. or mm-hmm. i you know there you start playing in your mind like oh i wish right you know i wish, wish i, I had we had this time or you know different things like that exactly exactly yeah. Yeah. that's good um another one you know when it comes to just you know common challenges mm-hmm. is just not being on the same page, right? Yeah. Is that something that yeah, you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you're just kind of at a place where you just feel like you have ir- irreconcilable differences, right? Mm-hmm. In a lot of marriages, they try to to make that claim at different points because you feel like your communication isn't coming across clearly. Maybe you manage your finances a little differently. Yeah. Maybe you just have habits that really aren't on the same page mm-hmm. at all yeah. or even job expectations. I know exactly. sometimes there's a move, right? One right. spouse wants might want to pursue their career and the other one wants to stay exactly where they are and yeah. that can cause some friction in the relationship so exactly yeah, yeah. there's a lot of factors related to yeah. differences and particularly the financial right. <laughs> part <laughs> i mean i'm sure we don't probably don't even need you know research to show that yeah. but <laughs> financial instability has is one of the most cited reasons right. of you know causing tension in marriage mm-hmm. and and actually a, a major reason for you know divorce is yeah. taking place mm-hmm. instability or just like you said not being on the the same page yeah. another reason you know often cited is just um you know a stillness yeah. or, or a plateau in mm-hmm. in romance and in the joy of the relationship mm-hmm. intimacy obviously all of those things are another reason and i think you know when it comes to us you know we've had some challenges that we faced and a lot of those have have really come about um, particularly due to uh, our our pursuit to to have children yeah um you know for those of y'all who are just now getting to know us I mean you know we've been you know we've been in expectation of having children for yeah. quite some time and yeah. you know uh just hasn't happened yet but right. what you know we're still believing in the Lord that it will yet yeah. however we've had some stints where it has affected us. It has yeah. affected our intimacy mm-hmm. and, you know, just being on the same page and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's because a lot of times you expect things to happen so linear mm-hmm. in life, right? A lot of the factors that we're talking about is because things maybe happened out of the order that others had in their mind. And that's been the same for us. So yep. we expected you get married, right? You honeymoon for a few years. And yep. then as soon as you're ready, pop you're pregnant and then you have a child right it's as simple simple as that or at least that's how they make it seem from the world standard uh so so we're still learning and navigating through what that looks like for us and just really being striving to continue to communicate effectively and that's what really helped us during those stints where Mm we we started to become hardened are frustrated whether i was in my own head or whether he was frustrated about something we Mm -hmm we were able to have those moments kind of to reset and talk about how we were feeling and how we might be more intentional and take action to 
to really create those moments of intimacy and support yeah. one another and not make anything feel like an obligation and exactly. not make anyone feel like they're less than uh, right. in the process so that we're, we're a team, we're working together no matter exactly. what comes in the future. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that that's a perfect segue into the next point because again, we don't want to just focus on the problems right. and, the, and, the, and the challenges, but how can we just overcome these things? And mm -hmm. I think, you know, one of the first things we want to mention is just the understanding that every couple encounters challenges. Yeah. Like at, <laughs> it's reality. Yeah. Every every year of marriage can bring its own set of challenges. Exactly. You know, there's no there's no one size fits all when it comes to when you're going to have the most issues. Right. Any year can be challenging, mm -hmm. whether you're, you know, two years in or 20 years in. Right. Every every marriage, every couple can face challenges at right. any point. So I think understanding that first and foremost is important. Right. And then beyond that, after you identify individually, don't remain isolated yeah. in that maybe time of frustration how can you reach out collectively together as a couple to other couples that are even maybe a few steps ahead maybe exactly. where you want to be as wise counsel and have a dialogue about what you're going through mm -hmm. and just maintain that community of support right and i think that's the beauty of community and and of having other friendships is exactly. that you know it's the race is better when you run together oh, that's something it. we always say <laughs> yes. like it's better when you run together mm -hmm. so you know finding that is important um, another thing, you know, that we often talk about and it's actually, you know, just continuing to create those, uh, joyful moments, new experiences together. How can we continue to create those new experience, even dating, like yeah. continuing to date? People talk about that all the time. Right. Exactly. And for us, we actually, um, early on in marriage decided that we were going to actually take a honeymoon vacation every <laughs> anniversary. So we kind of block that time out on our calendar every year, uh, take at least five days a full business work week. Um, and we've gone, you know, as far as another country, as close as, you know, just a few hours from where we are. And, and just to get that time away, try to turn off electronics as much as we can. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just having those moments of intentional surprise you know right. joy excitement together and it doesn't have to be grandiose right it can exactly. be as simple as a, a random picnic outside mm -hmm. um with some leftovers that yeah. you have at the house yep. <laughs> whatever it takes whatever it takes yep. newness and anything uh another thing is uh just maybe having to readjust expectations of yeah. one another I think that's a constant. That's definitely yeah. another constant process is, you know, because we're, we're human, right? And mm -hmm. we have expectations. Yeah. You know, there may be things that um, I, I may expect of you yeah. and vice versa. Mm -hmm. um, however, sometimes our expectations can, can get a little out of whack. Right. And we actually did a video on yes. this. Um, if you all have the time, check it out. You know, we talk about managing expectations. You can check it out on our, our YouTube channel, mm -hmm. uh, Marriage Inside Out. But yeah, just... Managing those expectations, readjusting the expectations, uh, uh, humility is yeah. needed in that, you know, yeah. realizing that I'm not perfect. I'm my not spouse, perfect. My wife is not perfect. <laughs> We're not perfect. We're two imperfect people who right. have been joined together and we have to offer one another that grace exactly. and compassion. Exactly. And when you talk about expectations, every season presents different challenges. Yeah. So when you're talking about those various years of marriage, it's not going to look like how it did maybe six months right. before you have to consistently adjust exactly yeah 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 no that's so good and i think another one is you know if and if need be 
uh, at certain points, if if professional counseling is yes. uh, of necessity, if that's something that you know you and your spouse feel is is necessary and helpful, then by all means look into that. And, and there's nothing wrong with going absolutely. into counseling. It doesn't mean that your marriage is broken, right? It means mm-hmm. honestly that you're you're wise enough to see that there may be something that you guys cannot do on your own. So mm-hmm. you seek out that wise counsel of someone that is licensed to be able to support you through what next step look like to maintain your union yeah exactly and it's funny because you know we often you know it's maybe for many of you out there you did premarital counseling right, right? like we did premarital counseling but it's funny because why don't we often think about in marital counseling right. as well like it's like if we feel like this is necessary to do before marriage yeah. then why isn't it necessary to do in marriage? like i mean yeah just just being real mm-hmm. um yeah no absolutely and i think one one final key is to do what you can to try to to get on the same page early regarding yeah. your mission and your vow what what your mission is and what mm-hmm. you value um because that i mean that can help help you to develop some good faith muscles some good marriage muscles mm-hmm. early on like do what you can to de- pump that iron early on you know so that when the storms come yeah uh you'll be more ready and they will come the storms will come yeah but you know hopefully you'll be ready because you've set that foundation exactly exactly and the best marriages really function as a team absolutely right when one is down the other person jumps in to build up Mm -hmm. you're both uh, working towards the same target together. So make sure that you maintain that that team first mentality however you can in your marriage. Absolutely, because again, adversity will come. Mm-hmm. Um, but you look at any individual, any married couple who mm-hmm. you know you look at and you're like, oh wow, marriage goals, they've been married 40, 50 years. They more than likely have endure, endured some kind of A adversity. Lot, yeah. One other note I think it really is important is that just because someone else has gone through something yeah doesn't mean that it's going to happen to you and if you're someone out there if you're an older couple out there don't give please don't give that advice to to younger couples because i think there's a way to give that yeah maybe saying like hey this is something that we went through just wanted to let you know just to kind of watch out for it. Mm-hmm. but the whole kind of scare tactic of oh you better you better watch out <laughs> you better watch out oh, this happened to us man you, hey Hey, it's gonna happen to y'all. Yeah. Like, no, don't don't do that. Don't don't project. You know, our, we should project our struggles on others. on on others mm. because every no, you know everyone's case is different. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, mm. this has been a good discussion. Good discussion. <laughs> all right, friends. So as we close, we have a question for you all listening and watching right now. So if you've been married for a number of years, especially those of you 15, 20, 30 year, 40 year vets, we would like to know uh, in what ways were you able to overcome some of the challenges in the early years of your marriage? Let us know in the comments below right now. We would love to hear from you because, I mean, it's about us supporting one another right. and we want to make sure that, you know, we're sharing and exchanging advice here. So again, what is something that helped you to endure some of the challenges, especially in the early years of marriage? Yeah, exactly. And we'd love to just have you guys stay connected. So in order to stay connected, you can actually subscribe here on our YouTube channel to this podcast. We'll be coming up with a bunch of episodes consistently focused on how we can all continue to grow in our marriages. Uh, also go 
ahead and head over to our website. It's marriageinsideout.com. We're actually launching a, a free class uh, that will be launching at the end of this month that will really help you activate those habits, those values um, for you and your family. So we look forward to just keeping things going. Yes, yes. Thank you all again for taking the time to tune in. And again, until next time, remember your marriage has a mission and what the Lord has brought together. Let nothing and no one separate. Love God and love one another. And we will see you in the next episode. Thank you.